Contestant Cut Yeah, you know that's us Where we only speak the real And the real rock with us Where we motivate the people And the politic on success Oh no, we ain't DJ Kelly, But they swear we the best Contest Uncut It's Contrast Uncut. It's season four, episode 13. Man, big shout outs to Uncle Snoop's Army and Bobby D Presents. I appreciate you, brothers. It's your host, Zylo, aka DJ One Dollars, like I won some money today. We got a really dope, dope special guest. Trust me. He's out the rock, Rochester, New York. He's a super producer, a lyrical assassin as an artist. And as an entrepreneur and a mastermind behind Trust Comes First Music Group. As a producer, he's worked with some of the ghosts, you know, from the DJ Premier to Pete Rock to Alchemist, just to name a few. As an artist, his brother has a huge catalog and has worked with some of the greatest as well, from Cool G Rap to Styles P to Jada Kiss to Rest in Heaven Fred, the Godson, that's still one of my favorite tracks, Uncle Murder, AZ, French Montana, Benny the Butcher, Conway the Machine, and many, many more. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, it's all good. Trust me, we got all episode to chop it up with 38 special. How you doing, brother? How you doing, man? What's going on? Man, bro, bless, bless, man. You know, it's a honor to be in front of you, brother, because some of the stuff you've been able to do, some of the stuff you've been able to persevere and overcome and still smile about it is, you know, motivation for everyone to be inspired by. Appreciate that, bro. Appreciate that. Man, you know, time's the most finite thing we have on this earth. So I got to tell you from the jump, bruh, I appreciate your time coming on the show, fucking with me and my viewers. So, Spash, speaking of time, what's the normal 24 hours for you? Shit, man, I wake up, go through samples, start fucking with a couple beats. I take a little break, I eat, I get back, you know make a couple more beats and shit, you know, take another little break, I get back. Then I might write a few balls or something or record one of the homies or something. And that's about my 24 hour. It's a lot of production and balls being created, you know, and a few business calls in between and shit. Long business calls and shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's where the real moves come in. That's where the real moves come in. Nah, bro, so I take you, you do music about 20 hours out the day. And about two hours of sleep and two hours of spend with family. Yeah, I would probably say, yeah, yeah, that's about right. Oh, Spash, bro, I got a quote. Let me know if this quote relates to you, or if it doesn't, the idea is I want you to talk about it. You hear me? Yes, sir. Stay far from timid. Only make moves when your heart's in it. And live mm -hmm. praise. Sky's the limit. Mm-hmm. Biggie Smalls. Biggie Smalls, man. Stay far from timid. Only make moves when your heart's in it. Live out the phrase, God's the limit. Crazy. Crazy. So, Brad, how does that relate to you, man? You know, what, what what comes to your mind when it comes to the story of 38 Special? That's, that, that's definitely, like, you know, a good line to put in there. 
in the soundtrack of my life, you know what I'm saying, that actually helped me persevere and was motivational and shit. You know, I just relate to that, man, you know, like, you know, you got to stay far from timid. You got to really be like, you know, brave to actually follow your dreams, to actually keep doing it, you know what I'm saying? And it, it takes a certain level of bravery, you know what I mean? And um, <clears throat> you got to have your heart in this shit, you know what I'm saying? It take a certain level of passion to even be able to even keep going, you know, and, and, and be able to produce a, a high level of, you know, good product, you know what I'm saying? Come on, come on. Content, creativity, we ain't going to talk about mm -hmm. what's over the stove. We're going to talk about what's from above the nose. Mm-hmm. One of my lines right there, though. I feel that shit in my soul. When I read that, bro, it spoke to me. It spoke to me like, nah, this is bro's life right here. Nah, I would have to say that. Like, you know, Big did that a couple times, man. There's a couple, couple... That's why I make music the way that I make, because lines like that. Lines like that help shape me, you know what I'm saying? Because us as people, we need to hear shit like that to get through our day, you know what I'm saying? We need to get through our day. I always think about when I make a project, I think about a person in the car and getting through their day, you know what I'm saying? So I take them on a journey, you know? I know sometimes they might want to think, have a good time, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, chill with a bitch or this, that, and the third. I just think about a ride and take you on a ride when I think about a body of work, you know what I'm saying? But it's my main shit is mostly just to help you get through your day. You know what I mean? You need to wake up, you got to bag up, you got to cook up some work, you got to actually do some illegal activity or something. You need some motivation to listen to. And, you know, I've been in those situations where, you know, the, the certain kind of music that I was listening to actually helped me, you know, get through my day or approach my day in a different manner. You know what I'm saying? Come on, so, facts, bro. When you listen, when you listen to Thirty Eight Special, bro, you get bars. You get really reality in real life. You getting something that you could put yourself in, or you can see somebody in. And you know that's that's the real art of storytelling. And you 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 embody that along with so many other characteristics. And you know, I gotta ask you, bro. Speaking about entertainment, music. Did the game choose you, or did you choose the game? Which game is we talking about? Because, <laughs> okay, the music game, I definitely, well, you know, I was born talented, man, but I feel like, you know, like most kids in the ghetto, we born with a high, high level of talent and intelligence just to be able to survive, you know what I'm saying? We come with that. I feel like we just special people by nature, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, you have to make a choice in order to actually succeed in something. So I had to choose music. I had to really choose it because I've been nice. I've been one of the illest. I've been dope. But I chose other things, you know what I'm saying? It took me a while to actually choose music. So, that, you know, that's a good question because I actually chose music. You know, like, we're going to have a lot of people that we're going to come across in life that has talent that's not going to actually choose to pursue their talent. A lot of people should have been in the NBA, NFL, or, or you know, famous or at whatever they actually was talented at, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of people ain't have the actual drive to keep them going. So, you know... You know, bro, when I ask that question, it's sort of like a trick question because a part of it's like, man, you know, you can choose the game, but the game also has to choose you. But for the people that choose the game, got to work 10 times harder than the other people that's being chosen. Yeah, I agree because, you know, some people don't, some people, it just happens like that. And some people, you could just wake up and, and luck up on a situation and, and just, you know, you know, and just luck up on a situation. I've seen some people just make a song and, get a situation and, you know, or have a hot verse and, you know, 
they situations change and shit like that. But, you know, when you choose it and you got to work for it, you know, it's just a whole different kind of grind and it's a whole different type of appreciation for it. You know what I'm saying? And it's a whole different setup for longevity. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I, I would have rather had chose it than it chose me because, you know, I could have got lit when I was young and wasn't prepared for it and then just been one of those has been, you know, that touched a few dollars and had a few pieces of fame or, you know, and, and really, you know, and just be lost right now, which I see a lot of cats is, you know. So, you know, I'm glad that I decided to choose it at my own pace when I was actually ready to able, you know, to handle it. You know what I'm saying? Come on, come on. A lot of people think that the long route's the wrong route, but the long route will teach you everything from A to Z and how to get back in between. That's a fact. I got to ask you, Spash, bruh, battling the money from the streets, because, you know, I could tell by that smile when I said the game, you was talking about that other game, that money from the streets, to monetization of music. What would you consider your first confirmation that, you know, you would say is like, this is what you're supposed to do? Being in music and pushing the music business is what your life's supposed to wrap around. What was that first confirmation? Well, once I started being able to like generate an income from off putting out bodies of work, I knew that this is what I was going to be doing. You know what I'm saying? I knew there was no reason for me to do anything else. I knew I'd never have to work for nobody. I knew that this is exactly what I would be doing. You know what I'm saying? So I just went 10 times hard. I treated it like it was a job and just applied myself and went to work every single day instead of a release schedule and, you know, just stuck to it. Mm. I see. You just basically told everybody a whole blueprint. If you stick to a business format and stick to it, all you're going to do is put work out. It's only up to you to get better with your product. That's it. This shit ain't rocket science, man. It's really just about <coughs> staying consistent, <coughs> staying hungry, and perfecting your craft. Facts, facts. I mean, bro, as a creator myself, I understand it's a battle in the growth of creativity as a creator. But, you know, for music, especially your capability, you're producing, you're putting the lyrics, you're grabbing that, that canvas that's blank, you're throwing your paint on there, and then you're leaving enough room to put your voice back on there. And then, like, I may get someone else on there. I may get somebody else on there. I may put a little room for a sample voice in there. Like, the amount of stuff that you do it just leaves you the room. Your creativity is endless. So it leads to my question. When it comes to your music, how do you reflect on your growth? Well, it, I, it, through, through me listening to the music, you know what I'm saying, I, and I, I could see the growth and, you know, through each project, you know what I'm saying? And um, I keep growing, you know what I mean? And, and I could tell from the reaction from the people as well, you know what I'm saying? And just the feeling of the music, you know what I mean? The actual, you know, quality, you know, I just see myself keep getting better. So, you know, you know, I, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah. So no, it's, it's the people, it's you. But I mean, like when you listen to yourself and you reflect, you see the person in the mirror from, from 12 years ago creating music to the person in the mirror eight years ago to the person that just dropped something last week. I definitely see the growth, you know what I'm saying? And I really don't understand the question and shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't understand the question, 
but the thing about it though is I do see the growth and shit. You know what I'm saying? And what the fuck, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, bro. Like sometimes, bro. Like I could see myself when I did some fucking 15 years ago, 12 years ago, eight years ago. Like the growth in myself from I could see myself doing that. I could be myself not thinking the right way. I could see myself, okay, I'm being immature about this situation, and then boom, I'm handling, I'm in the next situation 10 years later, and I'm handling it the way it's supposed to be versus like, fuck, I fucked up 10 years ago. That's what I mean by reflection. Mm, mm, catching right now that you wasn't catching 10 years ago. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. You know, a lot of things, a lot of, it's been a lot of growth in a lot of different areas, you know what I'm saying? From my flow to my production to my business sense, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just appreciate the growth. I appreciate the grind, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro, you hella humble, bro. Hella humble. So, I'm really not, though. <laughs> I'm really not. I really talk that shit, you heard me? Oh yeah, no facts. But when you asked the question, you gave such a humble answer. I gotta give you. I gotta call it as I see it. Mm-hmm. Put me <laughs> in a room with another rapper, though. They ain't gonna feel that way. You heard? I feel you. No, no, that's one hundred, bro. Shit, you're not in a room with a rapper, though, man. We just doing an interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, them rappers know, man. Shit, if you listen to anything yours, bro, you bodying folks, like period. Smoking everything they put me next to. You heard? Facts, bro. Everything facts. they put me next to, my nigga. Come on, bro. You hit that. If you can't beat them, join them. And you got people joining from the jump to, to in transition to, to trying to level up their career. Right. So, bro, you know, I'm from L.A. and my family from the Bay. And I was talking to my folks, Rome. And he was trying to explain to me this whole upstate New York to, to the five boroughs and the difference in, like, you know, it's like the Bay to L.A. So I wanted to get your opinion on, you know, what's what's your breakdown of upstate to 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 the five boroughs? It's just like the same similarity with the Bay to the A. I got niggas I fuck with in the Bay, so they used to tell me like, you know, how you know, L.A. the difference between L.A. and the Bay. Because me being from New York, I used to think, you know, Sam. I mean, you know, uh, California was all the same and shit. Just like you know, cats from over there probably think. You know, the boroughs in New York is all the same, but it's a six-hour drive. You understand? <laughs> so, you know, with that much distance, that makes it completely different. Everything is different. The talk is different. The slang is different. You know what I'm saying? The lifestyle, the culture is different. You know what I'm saying? And the opportunities is like no opportunities up there. You know what I'm saying? So, you know... You know, that, this is the reason why we just now getting a light right now and all this music and all these artists that's coming seem like they new. But all these artists been been nice for years, you know what I'm saying? In that area, but we just never had no opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. I hear you. Especially because, like, for example, the Bay is hella independent grind. They got their own money circulating and they trying to get the big money but you know that's just a part of the process. They keep that that local money, that regional money circulating. It's survival. The bay, the bay. See, you know, shout out to my niggas in the bay, like the whole mob movement. You know, shout out to my nigga Joe Blow and them out there. You know what I'm saying? They the ones that introduced me to the whole independent grind. You know what I'm saying? They whole mindset was different out there in the bay. It was more or less like you know we gonna sell our own shit, and we you know have a blueprint on how to survive off of our shit. You know up here. In New York, 
the, the blueprint was get hot, get a deal. You know what I'm saying? So me fucking with my niggas out in the Bay, you know, it helped me, you know, get a whole independent mindset. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, you know, I approached that mindset, you know, as I came, you know, with the music. And, you know, just a whole independent, you know, format and blueprint, you know, and just built everything on ownership, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I, 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 a lot of that comes from me fucking with niggas in the Bay. You know what I'm saying? Come on, shout out Gazi, shout out Empire. Empire, shout out Empire, man. You know what I mean? <coughs> shout out to the whole Bay. You know what I mean? Come on, come on. Shit, bro, big shout outs to you and, man, big shout outs and respect to upstate New York. Like, you know, I got to get educated, but I had to have the viewers understand. And, you know, y'all is really, really put it back on for that real New York gutter sound, bro, that real flavor. It's like, when I listen to, when I listen especially from folks from, from upstate New York, you get that real feel from like that late 80s, early 90s feel mixed in with that modern sound. And when I listen to that, that's what separated the East Coast from everything else moving back in the day. And people had to emulate, they had to make their own. And then when you look at what, what y'all doing today, y'all putting the standard back on, it's not so much New York drill, melodic, trying to be this, trying to be that. Y'all being yourselves, y'all putting that real stamp and gutter from, like I said, from everything that Trust Comes First is doing to, to you know, Black Sopranos family, to, to Etho, to Griselda. I mean, to everybody involved, y'all is really putting on a real stamp for this sound. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. That's the music we love and shit. So it was the easiest shit. That's the shit we grew up doing and shit. You know, the hard shit was trying to convert and make that other shit. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we just doing what we love to do. You know what I mean? That's why that shit is so raw, so authentic, and just so great. Because we're not trying to do nothing else. Mm -hmm. And we just talking to our people, you know. And, 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 you know, we're making beautiful music. It's just a beautiful time right now. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah, bruh. Shit, it's restoring the, the music where it's supposed to be. Bro, what's some of the highs and lows that you face so far in your career? <laughs> Well, the lows probably the lows would probably be you know putting out a lot of music, putting a lot of resources into releasing music, and actually not reaping any benefits and getting discouraged. You know what I'm saying? The, those would be the lows. You know, the highs would be figuring all that shit out and actually you know <laughs> monetizing everything at the you know where I'm at right now with it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, the lows is for any artist that's actually doing this shit and, you know, trying to figure it out. You know, you got to get past that point. You know what I mean? Once you figure it out, and figuring it out is just seeing what works for you. You know what I mean? What works for me not, might not work for you. But figuring out is just really like figuring out who you make music for and how can you cater to them and make money off catering to them. You know what I'm saying? It took me a while because I just knew how to make great music. So I didn't know who I was making music for. And I didn't know how to cater to them. And I didn't know how to monetize from catering to them. So that was just a long process of just years and years of just making music and making music with no direction on how to actually make money from off of it. So, you know, that could be the real discouraging. So years and years of that, a decade of that, <clears throat> you become to a real low point. You know, so my lowest points was, you know, when I was at them points where I just stopped putting out music because I didn't see no point in putting out music. It made no sense and it took a lot of resources. 
You know what I'm saying? And I say that for any artists that actually get to that point. I need them to know that it's a point that come after that. Like the point that I'm at right now is that's when you actually figure this shit out. And once you figure it out, it, you know, opportunity is endless. Come on, come on. Bro, what's one thing people got fucked up about this music game? It, is that it happened overnight? Is, is that if you make a, a good song that you're going to get famous? That if your product good, that if you're talented, that you're going to pop? That it takes, that it, that's one of the main things they got fucked up is that if you're talented, you're going to get famous. It's going to happen for you. You know, the most talented people that I knew was always the most laziest, and I had to put myself in that category because I was going still. And, you know, a, a person with less talent will outwork you. You know what I'm saying? Come on, come on. So, so you know, that's, that's, that's one thing I would think I would like people to know. Like, a lot of people be having these dreams of, because they hold talent, they be like, okay, I'm going to make it, I'm going to make it. But they don't realize that it takes so much work. Come on, talent will get you there. Dedication will keep you there. I agree. Sometimes talent might not even get you there, though. Mm. You heard? <laughs> and that, 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 that's the concept, and that's the concept that I don't want people to have, because talent might not even get you there. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Hell yeah. So, and that's a fact. So, Splash, what would you be doing if you weren't making music? That's a nightmare to me. <laughs> yeah, that's a nightmare to me right now. You say that shit. <laughs> I have no clue, bro. <laughs> I have no fucking clue, man. Like, yo, damn. Fuck. <laughs> damn. Yo, that's some crazy shit. You say that. Because I know one thing I wouldn't do. I wouldn't be working at no job. I never worked for nobody a day in my life. You know what I'm saying? I never filled out an application before. You know what I'm saying? It's just not in me. Um, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur by heart. So whatever I would do, it would be into something finan with finances. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. you know, I, <laughs> whatever I would be, it would definitely be something in it. <laughs> something that has something to do with finances. <laughs> Hell yeah, nah, bro. With that hustle and that drive, bro, shit, trust me, you would hit the same success no matter what you touch. That's fact. Yo, I appreciate that, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's like in the movie Blow and shit, when the father was like, asked the son, he was like, yo, why you sell drugs? He was like, yo, I'm good at it. And the pops was like, man, yo, you, you would have been good at anything you did. That shit, that shit stuck with me. That's one of my favorite movies and shit. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Like, that shit was crazy. But yeah, though, you know what I mean? Like, when you're a hustler and shit, like, we just have limited options and limited resources. And, and all we see is what we know and shit, but, you know, I know that regardless of what, I would be in, in the finances and I'll be seeing, I'll be doing something corporate, you know? Yeah. And yeah, that's just that. You would have found your way to the CEO title no matter what. Like, facts, bro. I agree with that. I was you see how you I, maneuver, man. Like, you see something, you like, it can maneuver a little bit better this way. I'm going to go ahead and pull what I do over here and do it this way. And we'll see who could do better. Hey, right. That's a fact. That's a fact, bro. 
I gotta get to it, bro. My my three favorite songs are yours. Empty plates is like like my go-to. Like whenever I'm feeling anything, like that shit gets me through. Upstate to Queens, bar for bar, you going back and forth is my shit and the showdown. Wow. What's That's your fun. top three songs? What are your top three songs? It would have to be Jeff Benton one and two. And um Just fit in one and two, and I would probably say Pieces of My Life from 38 Strategies of Raw, the first fucking song from 38 Strategies of Raw. Those would probably be my top three that I just felt to be. And the reason I say that is because as far as comfortability, those is the where how I'm talking to you right now is the same way I was in there. It was, it was, and it's, and it's real conversation. Like, I like songs that I have conversations. Like, balls is cool, but I actually like to have a conversation. And I find it amusing that I can have a conversation and, and get my point across and make it rhyme. Like, I find that amusing that I can actually tell you what's going on today <laughs> and tell you everything that happened today and it actually rhymes. I think that is like a crazy piece of art, you know, at once. You know, we could all have slick miles, but if I could actually tell you what transpired in my life, last week and make the shit rhyme. I think that's very unique. You know what I'm saying? So my my favorite songs will have to be songs that I do that. You know what I mean? Come on, come on. That's that shit where it's like, no, nah, is this real? Cause this shit just came too easy and it was all that just happened today. Yep. That type shit. So bruh, uh like I said, I'm from LA. I ended up moving to a place called Bakersfield when I was young and moved back and forth. And you know, I know that you signed someone that I fuck with and listen to for a very long time, Planet Asia. So my question to you My nigga. What what what's the you to fuck with her? Cause you know, it's it's very rare that you know, especially rappers sign into the East Coast from the West Coast. Well, you know, like I said, right? I got my whole independent grind from fucking around in the Bay Area. You know what I'm saying? With the whole mob movement and shit. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, fact though. So what happened is my boy Ann Pacino from, from, from Ohio actually linked me with Planet Asia and, you know, we kicked it. And then when he came to New York, we just locked in and just made this shit official because we were speaking the same language and had the same vision. So it just all made sense. He seen what I had going on and I was like, you know, let's sit down and join forces. And it just made sense, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and at first he ain't no, I'm like, y'all need to produce an album on it. He like, produce an album? Like, you gonna make the beats? I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna make the beats. He's like, all right, you sure? Cause I'm like, nah, this is what I do. Cause he ain't know me as no producer. He didn't really know how talented I was and shit at that point. Then, you know, he come over and we knock in, you know what I'm saying? And we, 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 we put together that joint and put together a few joints, you know what I'm saying? And the rest is history. So, you know, me yeah, we got a lot of work coming, you know what I'm saying? And, you know. No, y'all for sure blended sounds. Now, Ampacino, I fuck with too, that, that, uh, 
devil's uh, rejects is my shit uh, that I try with right. those my shit. That's crazy. Yeah, Amp is my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Me and Amp got an album coming too. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, well, it's a lot of work being done, man. Matter of fact, when I hang up with you, I'm going to hit Amp and tell him we got to finish that. We got about most of it done. It's time to release that. That shit crazy. Come on. Come on with it. Crazy. Okay. On that note, we're gonna take a pause on my entertainment questions and mu and, and music shit. I'm gonna go into my few segments, man, and we're gonna wrap this shit up. Cause you know, I for sure need that motherfucker to come out. Real shit. All right, bro. So I got my awareness segment. And you know, it's it's a hot topic right now because it's real as fuck. But you know, you from the gutter, you from the streets, you deal with this shit all the time, and you learn from a young age how to maneuver. Not everybody is gifted that way, and, and other people are. And so my, I ask everybody when's the last time they're pulled over, and what's some advice they can give in the situation of interacting with the police while being pulled over? Knowledge is power, but when you use that knowledge, it's a superpower. Well, hmm. it all depends what you got going on in the situation. Like, for example, right, <clears throat> if your car smells like weed, and you got an illegal firearm on you, don't pull over. Just don't. It makes no sense at all. You got no reason to pull over. You're going to jail. This They got probable cause. And you ask for advice. I got to give advice for everything. You will. If you, if you got a pistol on you or anything illegal on you, and your car smells like marijuana, and you're, you don't have a license, just don't pull over, you know? Figure it out while you drive. That's my advice to them. You figure that shit out later. That's the first thing, right? Second thing, if all your shit is legit, and you don't really mind getting in, you know, contact with the police. My advice to you is to just cooperate with them. Just cooperate with them. You know what I mean? Don't cooperate with them. First off, hold on, let me change my words around. <laughs> <laughs> don't never cooperate with them. First off, don't cooperate. What the fuck is the word I'm looking for, man? You know, be civil. Be, be, yeah, be civil. Don't 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 give them a hard time. You know what I'm saying? Don't give the people a hard time. I'm anti-police, so you know it's kind of hard for me. You know what I mean? I, I I've been like under a hard like you know, you know they have been oppressing me for a while and shit. You know I've been a victim of um, you know what I'm saying, of police brutality. You know, <laughs> my whole fucking life. You know what I mean? So so you know. It is what it is. I haven't met too many good officers, you know what I mean, throughout my journey, you know what I mean? So basically, long story short is don't get a police a reason to shoot your motherfucking ass because they looking for a reason to shoot you. So if you give them a reason to shoot you, nine times out of 10, it's a strong possibility they're going to shoot you. So if you get pulled over, just understand that. You know, you really ain't got no wins with them unless, you know, you know? Come on, come on. That's facts, bro. That's facts. And you kept it real as fuck. I don't think anyone's ever kept it as real as you just did. I promise you. Like, I get some of the OGs that come on here and be like, man, if they pushing a the problem, they pushing the line, say, take me to jail. But I ain't never heard someone say, come on, if you on here and you ain't right, keep it lit on their dog ass. Figure that shit out as you go. Yeah, that's just the reality. That's your best bet. Yeah, you're gonna be in the back of the car with me, you. <laughs> come on, come on. No, I appreciate you, bruh. 
I appreciate you. No, that's real. I got my next segment. It's called Impulse Q&A, you know, Impulse Questions, Impulse Answers. Give me what you're thinking. If you don't like the question, it's all good. Say pass, but you got to answer three questions. Are you ready? Let's go. Here we go. I feel like we're on a game show. Question number one. What's like one it. thing you recommend everyone tries at least once? Reefer. You crazy? <laughs> we. That Here wasn't hard. I, I just recommend it. Come on, come on. I ain't going to talk about what's off, off camera. Question number two. You're on a 10-hour flight. Where are you going? Who you riding with? What y'all talking about? Uh, I'm on a 10-hour flight. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. I have no clue. And I don't know who I want to be next to for 10 hours on a damn flight either. And we ain't talking about too much or nothing. <laughs> next question. <laughs> Question number three. Right. What's one thing you hate, but you wish you loved? I don't have no fucking clue about that because Um, well, bro, I hate vegetables. Keep it 100. I hate them motherfuckers, but I wish I loved them because they're supposed to be good. So I got to juice shit. I like vegetables and shit. You know what I'm saying? And the shit that I hate, I think I really like. I hate that shit. Now, I don't just wish I loved it and shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? In no way, shit, before. <laughs> I can't even think of nothing that I wish I loved. Like, I hate that. All right, we're going to pass on that question. We're going to yeah. pass. All right, question number four. Okay. This really question number three. Let's go. If you were trapped in a third world country and you had to get back, what you selling to get back? What the fuck kind of question is that? Whatever I get my hands on. <laughs> my bitch. <laughs> my bitch, I'm selling my bitch. <laughs> she gonna All get right. back. Okay. Get it back. All right. Right. <laughs> Shit, I done had people say uh, uh, what's it the water filter straws so you know they sell water filter straws I done had motherfuckers say weed I done had motherfuckers say they CD cause they feel that shit's that hard all type of shit he said I'm gonna make it easy I'm gonna make a phone call fuck any of them problems that's really what a hustler does make it easy right Salute, bro. Shit, you survived my awareness segment. You survived my impulse Q&A as a reward. Let's promote. Let's get all the viewers and listeners to log in and, and check some shit out. I know stash boxes drop on 9-11, and we got six uh, shots is out right now. It dropped at the end of July. What what else you trying to have the people view? What what we supposed to go run up, bro? Lay some special. Go run up stash box right now, man. Go run up stash boxes on all platforms, you know what I mean? Go play that loud and shit, real loud. I know a lot of y'all could relate to that, you know what I'm saying? A lot of motherfuckers could relate to that shit, you know what I'm saying? So go play that real loud. 100, 100. Bro, what's the goal long term? What's next? Goal long term. The goal long term is just to flood them with music. You heard? Long story Same thing. Same thing I've been Yeah, long story short, that's what the goal long term is.
publicly, you know what I'm saying? That's the public long-term goal. I got some private long-term goals and shit that, you know, get me on the Forbes list and shit. You heard me? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, bro. I see it. I see it, bro. You got an ear for talent, bro, and you understand what's missing from the game. And, you know, if you can fill that void, that void is going to pay you and, and pay your mind. Come on. Man, I want to give a big shout-out to F-Bomb Entertainment and Rome's Empire. I appreciate you, brothers. Y'all my mentors setting this up. Man, big shout-out to Trust Comes First Music Group. You know, bruh, if you notice, my show is different. It's, it's unique. I do some stuff like those guys, but I don't do nothing like those guys. They got segments. That's the only thing I took is the word segment. Other than that, I don't do nothing else like them. And I'm like, how do I keep that same energy to close out? Right. You got any questions for me? Yeah. Is that chain real around your neck? Yes, sir. <laughs> 18 carat. You want to see the motherfucking plant? Motherfucking question, right? That was a good. Tell me that question wasn't good. Oh, tell yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask that shit the whole fucking time. I'm glad you <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> 1800 go a long way, especially when you want to put it around your neck. Let's go. What's not in you, what's not in you, you can put on you. And jewelry's not in me, but the Real game's not to put it on me. Real shit. Talk that shit. Talk that shit. Let's hey, go. Bro, it's been a pleasure, man. It's Contrast Uncut. It's season four, episode 13. Man, big shout outs to Uncle Snoop's Army and Bobby D Presents. I appreciate you, brothers. I wouldn't be able to do a Crowley Dope shit like interview 38 Special and chop it up this story and some of them bars and some of that real to reality. I appreciate you, brother, coming on the show. Thank you. This ain't what you want. Can I kick it when I rhyme it? Be a legend through Ebonics. Was a sticker boy. Felt like sticky. Man, I know you guys can't smell this right now. And I ain't talking about none of that other stuff. I'm talking about some of that good stuff. That smell good stuff. I think it's breakfast. What time is it? It's breakfast time. Make sure you tune in to Contrast Uncut no matter what you're doing. Whether you're eating breakfast, you're smelling good food like I'm smelling. Or if you're smelling other stuff, we're good to watch too. Make sure you tune in. Thank you.